Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ryan Aloud. It is your favorite host. It's me. It's Ryan Lewis. I hope everyone is well. I hope you're protecting your energy, your magic, all of that good stuff. I'm not going to hold you long. This, the next, this interview, this episode is featuring the one of the one and only the amazing, talented singer-songwriter Lindrix, one of my absolute favorites. Um, we, sh- you know, his his voice is just everything, and not only addition to him being an amazing singer and songwriter. He's a dope human being, being in the, like just as himself, uh, always sending me encouragement via text message. And I just, I truly appreciate him and respect him and love his music. <sighs> so let's get into it, y'all. The next, in addition to my voice, my voice, the next voice. And we're talking about, let me backtrack. We're talking about his new single, uh, Regret, which is out and you need to support him. Support my friend. Show him love. Stream it. Buy it. All of that good stuff he deserves. And it's a really good song. So in addition to my voice, the next voice, is, the voice you will hear is Lendrix. Let's get into it. Right out loud, listeners. Welcome back. Y'all, I'm, I I say this every episode, but I really mean this this episode. I'm really excited for this special guest, talented singer, songwriter, just all around a beautiful human, and my friend Lindrix. Welcome. Hey, welcome. I'm, I'm so glad to be here. I truly am. Thank you so much. How for are offering. you? Um, I'm I'm really good. I am a bit exhausted. Um, I went to Club Renaissance on. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about Friday. that. We're gonna talk uh, about that. My sleeping schedule was so easily thrown off, and I've just been I've been up. They two thirty a.m. is when I finally get sleepy. But then this morning I was like, I'm going to the gym at five so I can start my day off well. So, you know, it, it's fine. I'll be good. You know, whenever it's time to go to bed. But I, I'm blessed. Um, um, really starting to like really own myself and really just be centered so yeah. that's the place that i'm trying to operate in even if there's things that are not in alignment that they're moving that way it might not mm-hmm. be on my time but right you know that's where i'm in right now how are you i'm okay i can't complain um things are just i things are going i should mm-hmm. say right you know like it's Listen. just existing you know can be very as good. As long as it's moving. As long as yeah, it's going. Along. That's all. I don't want it to stop. No time soon. You feel like you're just getting started and then things mm-hmm. like what? You know. No. <laughs> Can't relate. Can relate. You know, just like I'm doing a movement. A lot of people won't be able to see this, but you. So yeah, you know, life is it's cool. Um my birthday's approaching. And hey. You know, it's one of those, like, I have birthday anxiety and, you know, the question of that comes with every, on the brink of every birthday, like, am I doing enough? Am I, mm-hmm. have I done enough? It's the same question. It it, this has only started since I turned 30. So when I hit 30. I feel the same way. And I'm now starting to kind of be like, all right. April's going to come up soon in six months. What am I going to do to celebrate myself or 
feel like, you know, because being here, especially after the pandemic, is such a blessing. Like every year that we're here. So and you can also just if you don't do something on the day, then feel free to celebrate it any day, any time of the year. All the time. That's that's kind of where I'm at. My mother tells me every year she's like, you celebrate. You do something different every year. And I'm like, girl, yeah, life is like, you know, there's been a lot in the last few years. I'm going to celebrate. I've always been like that. Matter of fact, she spoiled me. She used to throw me parties every year. So Come on, mama. I don't even know why. Yeah, why is she asking these questions? But anyways, enough about me. Let's, Let's just jump into it. For those who are not familiar with who you are, just give a brief, just an introduction, a reintroduction to who you are. Okay. Um, well, my name is Lendrix. Uh, brief backstory on Lendrix. So my mom's name is Lynn, and that's where the Lynn comes from. If you know the artist Jimi Hendrix, um, his father's name was Henry. So he's son of Henry. That's where the Drix comes from. And I'm son of Lynn. Um, that is my birth name. And really, it's been a, a long journey. I've been um, songwriting for like singing singing and songwriting for like 15 plus years now and really it took until the last year to like really own myself and step into my like what I was born to do and mm-hmm. um, I've gone through a, a myriad of artist names I went from uh, uh, Sean B um, to Drix to finally I'm here at Lindrix now and it's just like wow like you you really had this all about I appreciate the journey um, I've been so part of so many groups, of course, like band. Um, I used to compose and arrange for marching bands back in the day. Um, I eventually I was in uh, R&B, hip hop R&B group. I was in a R&B group. I was in a gospel choir. I was in a, like a like a person worship group, not like a separate Persian worship group. And then I was in a Christian rock band. Then I was in like literally every band in school. So I've been blessed to have like a pretty big uh palette as far as like my musical consumption yeah. um which is it's also it's so weird because as a kid i didn't necessarily have access to like i didn't like my dad didn't take me to the radio store to buy an album or anything like that i got kind of what was thrown to me um so for me like video games was a, a pretty big inspiration for me as well joined the military did, really started doing music on my own, released my first album in 2016. And I want to say since I moved here in 2018, when I got out of the military, uh, my career has kind of just been on a, you know, steady incline. And I think I've, I, I've been reminded several times, even the, throughout these last couple of weeks, it's just like, appreciate the climb. You don't want, you don't want the instant success because you have to maintain that. Um, but if you've been maintaining the entire time, then it's more rewarding. That's the place where I want to be. I don't want to be in a white hot space. So, yeah. um, and I learned that from Jay Z a very long time ago. So yeah, I'm 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 in a space where I feel like I have you know my own sound, and it's really like, um, that's probably the most euphoric thing as an artist. But yeah, I would say that's a I would say that's a brief explanation. But I think I covered a lot. <laughs> I, I'm listening, you've done a lot. Like the transition between gospel group or choir to in you know, an R&B group. Like how, first of all, a lot of people don't hear from a point of view from a, like 
you know, what it was like to be in a group. How was that for you, like starting off? Well, being in so many groups, I really didn't feel like, well, I guess the thing when I was in those groups, I wasn't necessarily like anyone's leader. Um, I'm the type of person who likes to contribute. I, I like to support, especially when I'm in a group. So yeah. one of our first, my, my first group was EPC, <laughs> was <laughs> the name, uh, Enterprise Players Click. I didn't come up with it, <laughs> but that was the group. Hold that on, let me just this up. I didn't come up. I didn't, you know, and it's fine. It, you know, we all grow. And, but my friend Jordan, who introduced me to um, recording, um, you know, I went over to his place and I was like, oh, let me sing on a hook or you hook or two. So I kept coming over and over and out, and eventually they allowed me to be the, the hook person for the group. So I was singing. Uh, there was a couple times where I would rap, um, which oh. was, yeah, I, I literally my first song, <laughs> Swagger Like Me, I sung the chorus and I rapped a verse on it. And it, I mean, it was cool. I mean, I was in high school, um, you know, it, it was what it was. But again, just being put in those positions like okay like I'm, I'm doing rap so i know that like it worked on my uh my rhythm and my my enunciations and things like that so whenever i do want to do like a rap singy thing i'm, I'm good because that's what i started off do doing it. yeah um, so but it was i always allowed people to have their moment if people wanted to kind of be the i guess star it would be them um, even in the um, gospel group, or well, not the gospel, the Christian rock band, I was kind of like the keyboardist and second week vocalist, mm -hmm. um, word to Kelly Orland. Um, but I always, there were moments to, and, and that's not, that I, you know, a lot of people would interpret that as shade, but like, no, there, no, were, I... there were moments where I had like, um, like, we would go to a concert and of course you kind of have, you know, the lead singer singing but then whenever i have have my songs be like oh, okay this is a different flavor yeah and i think that's i appreciate that especially in a, a lot of uh, the white environments it's just like oh okay like this is how a black singer sounds on like a rock song um but i wasn't the lead singer so um and then i was in an r&b group which kind of had a, an interesting um it was a bit more turbulent than I, I wanted it to be. But again, I was like more so not, not one of the leaders of the group. Um, I would say both of those to two other singers, they were definitely a bit more gospel than I, I was. And mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It was very much, I, I was a guy who was singing. I, I was singing, I was writing, I was engineering, I was producing, doing the beat selection. When I tell you, I went to the, whenever I left to go to the military, like, it was kind of a weird switch up. And I think it made me realize that I was more of the Beyonce of the group than I thought I was. Yeah. And again, no shade to those other people. But like, as soon as I left, I think that it was kind of like, this is what I was meant to do. And I was kind of holding everything together. So um, shout out to them. Because again, I think it does take those moments to realize and look within yourself because you'd be like hey like you are a star there were so many people who would tell me like as i was um in, in all these groups and like kind of splitting myself between all these people just like you deserve to 
be your own artist. Like, why aren't you making your own music? So I actually came out with two mixtapes before my first album. My first one was Ambience, um, which was just like a, I'll say like a smorgasbord of sounds, uh, which had like deep R&B, current R&B at the time. I think it was, this was like 2012. And then I had another like darker e um, mixtape called uh, Black, which had a few songs from that ended up being on my first album. But I, I just this is even just like recalling all this. I've been doing this for a very long time. Great How old are you? I am thirty one. You're okay. Well, I knew we were, I thought we were around the same age. Okay, so mm-hmm. you've been doing this for a minute. Okay, that makes sense. I was so okay now i'm forgetting what i was about to say uh it happens i need to know you're sitting here sometimes you know and i'm like i'm so into like what you're saying i'm like okay um your influences you've stated them a lot i feel like the one that comes to me the most um just from us having conversation and on the timeline is Brandy. Mm. Um, I mean, there's others, but Brandy just comes. She's the comes to my mind. Besides Brandy, like would like when you go to start your album, like a process. Do you like listen to your influences, or do you listen to your previous work or stuff that you have not released, or how do, how does that formulate for you? So it's interesting. I because of my childhood and never really being like absorbed in like a lot of like traditional um classic r&b albums until like after the fact my creative process is i I don't typically don't i don't listen to anything (laughs) and it's not like i I tell um there are moments in time where i will just not listen to any new music and i will only listen to like stuff that i'm working on things that i will want to like you know bring to the forefront um it's like, I don't know, let's see, I'm trying to think of an artist. Um, sometimes when I watch Mar- like Mariah Carey interviews and Beyonce interviews and like people will ask them about other artists and they are just kind of like, I haven't gotten to their album yet just because they're working on their own music yeah, and they're trying yeah. to like not be so influenced by what's going on. There's nothing wrong with influence, but I think growing up, I was like, okay, I. These are the artists that I look up to. Um, of course, like Beyonce, Destiny's Child, uh, Avant, Donald Jones, Music Soul Child, yeah. Neo, um, Joe. Um, and then, of course, like the newer artists uh, like Jenna Aiko, Frank Ocean, a little bit of Drake. I'm like, okay, that's enough for me. And, you know, whenever it comes to creating new music i kind of bounce off that existing knowledge and typically i don't i don't go back to to anything understood that's i know i know a lot of people's process like they're you know it's it's really different and you drop you're dropping names like you you're not you don't have any family relations there like when you i think we text and i said i was like you're i was like hold on you're related to Jeanette, you know to Oh my God, now I'm forgetting what I'm saying. You have your genetic <laughs> cousin, right? Yes, which was a such a interesting revelation. Um, I think that 
I think I want to say back in 2017, my, um, one of my cousins passed away, unfortunately, um, and tragically. And whenever I went to the funeral, um, one of my other cousins was going through the address book. And of course, I released my my album um, December of that previous year. And she congratulated me and was like, hey, whenever you make it big, tell Janae Aiko that y'all are cousins. And at that time, I was still in the still in the military, and of course, like celebrating myself. But at that time, I was like, "This is so far removed from me and what I could do with this information." So I just kind of let it sit. Then um, the next year, um, my grandmother passed away, and she said the same thing. The same cousin said the same same thing, like, "Hey, like the Chalumbos are like right here in this address book. <laughs> like they they're right here. They're chilling all of them." Um, and they had been trying to get them to come to the family reunion and such, but of course that's a very, very busy family. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't until I want to say 2019, 2020, I think it was 2019. I was on Trey Melvin's EP. I did a few like backgrounds for his project and, um, most notably our song mile, um, which is a really great record. I, I'm sorry, I snapped on that. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like you are, you do these smooth, like, run, like, they go off track real quick, like, off, like, topic, which I do a lot on Ran Out Loud. Listen, I'm with you. Your voice, it's like, I'm list, like listening to, re, like, um, I'm trying to think, Faded, right? Mm-hmm. Faded, one of my favorites. And then the new, to your newest, like, regret. Or even, like, when you did on the, um, put your phone down. I said on the phone. Mm. Oh, no, <laughs> put your phone down. You know, like, I'm, excuse me. Put I will message. mess up a title in a heartbeat. The message is most important. <laughs> I, will put, I will mess up a phone, a, a title, a name, in a heartbeat. So forgive me. Um, like, you just hit these, like, notes. And I'm just like. Is he human? Like, like, <laughs> like when, you, so when you're done with those moments, like when you like you 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 listen back, mm-hmm. you be like, oh yeah, I did that. <laughs> you know, like it. I think that? for me, like because I'm always like I aspire to um, do better and like push myself. Sometimes I'm like I don't realize what it is until after the song is out. Same thing has happened with Mile. Um, I was like, listen back. It's like, what the fuck was I on? <laughs> Can I curse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I was like, what the fuck yeah. was I on whenever I recorded yeah. that song? Um, sometimes I get in my head, especially like, because you, you want to like always improve. But one thing that I'm, I'm very grateful for, like the Beyonce's, the Mariah Carey's, and, you know, the Brandy's, they taught me that placement is so important. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, some of my older music, I look back and they're like, all right, like, in order to make these runs more impactful and these moments more impactful, just sprinkle them in there, like, when, yeah. when it matters. So that's what I feel like I'm, I'm most proud of. Because um, even on, like, re- the regret on the last end of the verse, it's like that's just leading that into the chorus, like, let it be it's like a tie-in. tie-in. Um, versus just like, ah, I like the whole, <laughs> the whole song. Yeah. Like, and I mean, even going back to, of course, Beyonce, like she had to have her moment in Destiny's Child where she was just running and getting it out. So now when you listen to her music over the past decade, it's like, 
it's so tasteful and it's so purposeful and it's like it's very 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 good even um, your make your cover of bigger is like beyonce's uh, bigger oh my covers that's no <laughs> I, I like I you you got you I put you um Smith and Rob Milton like you guys you all have some voices okay thank you so much and those are two also incredible artists too I have a, I'm actually on a song with um Rob Milton with Jeremy Moon uh look around that's also a great song I don't Shout think you guys have any songs that I don't like. I just <laughs> let me just make that very clear. Thank All you so my, much. my favorites, like you guys have, like I listen to, you know, the songs that you guys have released, and I'm like, what in the world? Like it's one of those. Like I mean, I I sang in the choir, like I in my church choir, and growing up, but I could never like. I it's one of those things where I wish I did voice lessons growing up, where I could maybe try to attempt, but no, it that'll never happen. So. I'll, that's why I listen to artists like you and Rob and you know you guys that can hit them runs and anyways I can go on all day so yeah. we're going to jump into oh. your no, you're, I'm sorry I'm going to shut up in a second we're going to jump into the single into you okay, know, okay. my questions next but what I appreciate about you um, aside from being a talented artist and just a beautiful human being in general is I I we're so active on the timeline, right? Social media, mm-hmm. like I I remember there was a time I was like, "Where is Lindrick?" <laughs> and I'm like, "You good?" Like I would text you, I'm like, "Are you you good? You you know what's going on?" And you're like, "Yeah, I just needed a cleanse. I just needed a break." As an artist, but as just a human being, social media is a part of our everyday life now and especially what i've noticed like with independent artists i think taylor has mentioned this shout out to taylor gray love you tay Um, i've heard him mention seen this seen him talk about this as well it's like the urge to take a break but also that feeling because of being an independent artist you have you feel like you have to be seen and have not seen but you know like constantly on the timeline just like hey Mm -hmm. i got this song coming just you know like stuff like that how important is it for you to take a break because i know you're you do aside from you're in school so like you have to you have to balance about yes mm-hmm. balance um for me i think i i always have to remember that like i'm not losing anybody that wasn't like like the people that I lose because I take a break from my mental health aren't worth worrying about. And I think that maybe sometimes as independent artists, we worry too much about like being so active when we could be doing something that would give it, get us a bigger push. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes like, um, what is, what is that distance makes the heart grow fonder. So sometimes taking those breaks and just being like, I mean, some some people want to know, or at least feel like you're being productive. So maybe that's a, like a a tool that independent artists can use. But I think sometimes my, my biggest advice is to, um, I, I guess, be careful on being way too active, especially with like the hot topics of what's going on. Less of just like you can't have an opinion and more so just 
if if you if you are an artist and you want this to be your career and this is like you're using this to build your platform then do that be let let that be at least 80 percent of your timeline and what you're talking about um because if it's not then you're going to need those breaks a lot more i think over the last i'm going to say since i moved here to la i've started to really like um center my timeline to my music uh, mm-hmm. versus because I, I was a big beyonce stand back in the day oh lord if they bring up them tweets lord have mercy jesus i'm not, i mean no, i'm gonna apologize or whatever but it is what it is <laughs> if, you, if you came for if you came for beyonce i had to do what i had to do in that time but again it was just like i want people to know i wanted people to know me as an r&b artist not yeah. a stand so that was a big transition that I had to have. There was a lot of growing pains in that too. Um, but even still with my, like my, my focus now, I think sometimes we don't realize the effect of social media has on us, especially when it comes to like comparison and numbers and body image and like, oh, like I'm supposed to sound like this. So I can't put this out even with, um, this regret song that's coming out, it's not a, a traditional love song. So sometimes I'm just like, oh, like I should have just came back with something like, you know, a proposal or a different or something like that. And it's like, no, this is what you are feeling at this moment in time and somebody's going to relate to it. Right. Um, you know, I already listen. You said I'm not the one, the two, or the three. Or the three. Or the three. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. So, you know, you know, yes. I was, when I heard, I was like, so y'all, I got to like, you know, I got flex a little bit, okay? Lendrix will send me, like, I feel honored, like, low-key, high-key, when you, like, you send me something that you're working on or that you're, like, you know, like, you're, like, you're playing with, you're, like, you always say, you always give me, like, a, the, not a warning. Disclaimer. But like, hey, yeah, disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, like, disclaimer, like, hey, this is something I'm working on, what you think? And... And I literally like I I fangirl right because all my life I like growing up I knew I always wanted to do something in the industry. Um, mm-hmm. Originally, I always wanted to when I realized singing was not my calling and I missed my calling to be an actor. And I was like, you know, I always wanted to be an A and R of a label. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I attempted. I was going to go to Full Sail to get the music degree and all of that, but then I started doing my own research and realized how crooked especially like with being a fan of jojo like how crooked the industry is and labels the deals that these artists young artists sign and get themselves into and it just it's like they're anchored you know in a lock and you know so kind of like that's you know swayed away you know swayed away from that that passion so now you know when i years later when i circle back to do this podcast and i've created this network of like you amazing artists that I've had on the shows and I've had other people like fresh like they send me stuff and I've really and when I say this I genuinely mean it when I say I am grateful for y'all that you trust me um with your opinion or with my opinion with you know like my opinion not that it matters because you're going to do what you're going to do but you even just to consider me like thank you like that means a lot a lot to me like I that you have no idea and I think I've told this to a couple artists like that really means a lot I'm like that you you know because it's yeah. you always got to select few that you want to hear for sure you know, I that think song. As, it's an honor I'm truly honored as independent artists especially like 
at least for me, I don't necessarily have like, you know, my family isn't, my family supports me, of course, but they're not into music. And you know, I don't necessarily have like, you know, my friends weren't into music. I don't necessarily have any big connections, even just, again, being related to Janae, that's more of like a, hey, that's over there. So yeah. whenever, I think lately, just realizing the network of people that I have as a team is just like, we like utilize these people as resources. Like, hey, like there's, there's nothing to shoot you a song to be like, hey, what do you think? Is, is, is it a bop or not? Like, what, do you hear anything? Um, and I expect like, you know, genuine feedback. I'm not one of these type of people who are just like, oh, you can't. And again, like you said, like, that's the nature of music. Like you can say, okay, maybe this song should be a little longer. Um, if I can't make that happen, then it is what it is. The song pushes forward. Um, so yeah, just like, I would say, um, think of yourself as one of these people, like a part of these people's teams. And really there's like, if you want to, I feel like involve yourself more, which I feel like you should like ask, like, I think you can, you can tap back into those A&R like yeah. passions, um, because a lot of independent artists need, need it like so much. And I, I, yeah, I, you know, this, this podcast has opened a lot of, um, even locally here working as a creative, like type director type with some mm-hmm. artists that I'm, you know, it maybe, I don't want to say manage cause I don't really like that. I don't really, it's a lot hey, of respect. words are words. And if that's what that's you're doing, true. Whatever, if it, you know, if it comes to that, it we'll see. But right now I just like, just, you know, they'll send me, my friends will send me some stuff and I'm like, okay, you know, like maybe I am kind of good at this, you know, I have an ear for music. So it, it's <laughs> fun. It's really fun, but it's time to start bringing that coin in so we can all start getting, we could, Talk okay. About Talk about it. So, Drix, you like, can I call, look, I call you Drix, Lindrix. Yeah, it's like, B, it's like B, I'm going to have a Beyonce reference for everything, but it's like Beyonce, <laughs> B, J, Jay-Z, it's fine. <laughs> okay, okay. So, like, you, aside from you being a singer, you are a songwriter, you work, like, you collaborated with some, like, heavy, like, hitters like we like some i we can't probably can't talk about yet right um it's talk so about weird but there I, I guess there's two notable a few notable people that we can we can discuss for now okay. um so i got the opportunity to um write and record with um major r&b artist Stone Stiff. i want to say that was back in may and it was such an incredible session. Um, shout out to Amorphous who um, Amorphous. invited me and a- wow. allowed me into the room. And I think that's what's like the most beautiful thing. I met Amorphous back in 2019. And of course we followed each other, but in that moment, I was just kind of like, like he was, he had moved here to LA, he had to leave and stuff like that. And I'm just like, let's just support each other. I'm rooting for you. And yeah. of course he had his moments like plural, like, and it's crazy because he's always gone viral for these things. And again, it just set himself up for the time that it happened. People yeah. had stuff to go back to. So um, that's another tidbit that I, I learned from this podcast, by the way. Um, go, y'all go check out that episode. Yes, yeah, check um, out the episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um. Just meeting him, and I think just not having any expectations and just being like, okay, like, 
I'm not going to force anything on my friend. I'm not going to be like, hey, like, when are you inviting me here? When are we working together? This, that, and the third. Um, so when it was, when he was ready to do it, and I think it was ready prior to that, but, you know, management stuff. But I feel like it was divine timing because that tone sift session was just so incredibly so flawless. So talented, so gifted, so humble. What and is this, something in the water, just... So good. Oh, and God. When I listen to it, I'm just like... And what's crazy is my friend who worked at works at Vibe, Maya, um, the year before, she invited to, me to his um, listening party. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what, like, the, God really does Working. put things together because... Right. I think once uh, Morpheus knew that he was doing the session with Tone, he remembered that photo that I took with him and that I wanted to work with him. And so he was just like, come on. Um, and me and Tone, I want to like, that's, that's my, that's my friend. That's my bro now. Um, he's, he's so humble and just always like giving me encouragement and um, just valuing my contributions and my talent in like real time. I remember in the Tone session, um, of course, just like writing certain things and just him being like, yo, that's dope. Like, it, there's no pride in a way. It wasn't like, oh, I need, because he's a songwriter himself. He could have wrote the whole song if he wanted to. Right, right. But um, I think he grew up in the church as well. And he kind of had his moment writing for Chris Brown. Um, and that kind of propelled his own career. So I think there was there's parallels there where he was just like, I'm going to let this young Black man do what he got to do. And I'm not going to crush anything. There was one compliment that he gave me, uh, two compliments, I want to say. Um, <laughs> after he was done recording, he was like, yo, like, I, I want you to be backgrounds on this song. Which That was not my expectation at all. Am I going to do it? Absolutely. So yeah. I got, to, got up to the mic and I did it like all in one take. And he was just like, this man is insane. All in one take. Um, well, you're a pro. It's not it. And then the other thing, I was like, I, I hit like a, like a head voice, like a head voice transition note. He was like, like, yo, bro, you have Luther vibes. Like your voice gives me like, and that's like, that's like the highest compliments of yes. all compliments. And he, that, that he sings, he is studied. So it's not like he's just throwing this out there. And I remember I texted him later that night. He was like, yo, like for real, like your voice, like your head voice really does give Luther. So I'm just incredibly blessed to like have that relationship going. We ended up at another writer's camp, I want to say a month ago to each other. And I'm, I'm hoping that we get placed on that album as well. Again, I'm not sure if I can talk about it, so I won't. But I will say if that artist doesn't take it, then <laughs> somebody else will. Well, okay. I'm, I'm super excited about those songs. And yeah. I think... That- Exciting. Most recently, um, uh, Sarah, um, Brandy Starter, that was incredible. You broke Twitter with that one. I was like, <laughs> I, I remember when I saw it, was late when I saw it. And I think, did I text you? I think I did. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo. <laughs> I, that is like, that's Brandy's baby. Like, that is like, right. follow you right afterwards? Like, then Brandy yeah. followed Yes, which I'm, I had to check like last week <laughs> if she still followed me or not. I, of course, I 
send her well wishes of course is on, on her recovery yeah, uh, she's such a hard working woman um oh i texted sarah the other day and she said that the family's doing fine so it's again it's it's so weird being in these positions where i'm like very connected and like i'm one thing away from having like a larger moment um i don't think i had a, a lot of anxiety about that um this summer, which is why I was very adamant about releasing regret because I was like I don't I don't want to wait for anybody to have a moment. I create music. <laughs> yeah. but so. we, we had, this has been a work and like this inner this conversation has been in the making. I thought about it because you got you and Shah dropped your song last September. Mm-hmm. And it's just been like either my schedule was always weird or you know, like I said, I get fickle and I'm like, I don't feel like recording. <laughs> Amen. I'll be honest, like, I just, I I was very burnt out last year, and I had to, like, kind of just take a moment, you know, so, you know, I appreciate the patience, and I remember when I was, like, really back in the swing, when I came back with season four, and I was getting guest after guest, and I was like, okay, Lindrix, when do we, you know, you know, the opportunity. It was crazy, because it it was like, um, (laughs) things just kept happening. So it was like, all right, well, once this thing happens, we're going to talk about it on the podcast. Then something else happened. I said, all right, we're going to talk about it. And so now it's like, I feel like the most important thing, or at least for me, like I, I want to be able to be, you know, songwriting for others and things like that. But artists like, again, Tone, Victoria Monet, Taylor Parks, um, Nyjah, they all like occupy the space of being incredible songwriters while having such incredible music on their own. Mm-hmm. I want to, that's, that's the space I want to be in. Yeah. So this is probably, as, as much as all this stuff has been this year, even meeting uh, Nova Wave, like I saw uh, last that. week. Oh what, my God. Was, what was the like, shout out to her, sele- um, her selection. That's my boo. And like, mm-hmm. She, her party, I'm like, yo, I, so when I come to LA, which I was hoping to do it around my, around my birthday, but it's not going to be, it'll probably we be, gonna be here. 2023 is looking like I need, I am claiming this moment with you, Amorphous, um, her selections. Like I, <clears throat> I just have to be around you guys because like in my head like no you guys are my friends and my you know like you guys yeah i agree nothing but love like more love than people that i know in real life so i'm like even any that's why i said when you i said text me whenever you're ready for this opportunity let me know and here we are like as much as i can be a resource a help and whatever in any source or way i'm here you know that's i that's appreciate how, that and vice versa thank you because you always show I told you, I was like, and I, I think we had, we were having a conversation. Um, we don't have to go into detail about what it was, but I think that was one of the moments where I was just like, let me send him things to remind him of who he is. You um, did. That was questioning like, a little bit. You, like, yeah. bro, like you are like an inspiration and you are a platform for so many people. Thank so you. just like, I'm just like, let me start treating him like he is. Come get these exclusives. <laughs> you dropped him, and I was like, oh my god, I mad. Like, not I matter, but like, you know, my music opinions or my thoughts actually, sure. you know, like I don't, you know. You deserve to be in a loop, just like everybody else. I appreciate that. I do. Listen, I no, I'm really grateful. 
before I get off track again, let's just jump into it. The new single, Regret. How, like, how does that, like, how long have you been sitting on the song? Um, not very long, I don't think. Okay. I want to say I wrote it, huh, months, time. What is, what is it? Um, I want to say it's been maybe two months. Because I, I remember when you sent, you were like, okay, this is a rough draft. And I was just like, okay, this is a rough draft. So what the hell is the, <laughs> final, the final version going to sound like? And then when you sent the, I was like, yo. And then the acapella on top of that. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're insane. Thank you. Thank you. You're insane. Like, how does that, so the moment to like, it's, it's release, releasing, you let your circle hear it. Mm. Does that give you like you're like okay this is this so I is guess it. I guess I have to start from the beginning I guess I've been sitting with this feeling of this song for a while like a very long time so I think that's kind of like I've been in more comfortable um, saying how I feel and you know putting it in a song as of late so this is like part one of that and I'm hoping the project also kind of like um gets into all of those things as well <clears throat> but um yeah eventually like i i found the beat and it was like it was i want to say it's like a sad beat but it's definitely like you can tell that it, it, it you know shit ain't right <laughs> you yeah. can tell it's yeah. like going on so i was like all right this is like the perfect palette for me to kind of just express myself and just really like let things out um of course school has been sharpening my pen as well um you're in school for music correct mm -hmm. uh, music composition and songwriting nice so, when are, you, um, are you close to how's that how's winter 2023 okay, my graduation, okay. So. okay so not too far but um yeah i think i want to say i record I, i'm a type of person i'll i'll do the i'll do the chorus and the first verse first and I'll sit on the the second verse because I really kind of want it to be something that is substantial because in a lot of songs the second verse usually like goes down it's kind of like a eh, second verse is here and I appreciate about it because it's like a hybrid of a a bridge and a second verse for, for yeah. this record I know we're in a day and age where people are like where are the bridges where are the bridges but you know I, th I think it's a an interesting relationship because at least for me as someone who has been receiving critiques on music folks have been saying that r&b music is too long for years now these late radio not radio heads but like blogs and like people who are like you know claim to be this that and the third i make the music that fits whatever i want so if a, if a song needs a bridge i feel like it needs a bridge i'm gonna put one in it yeah but listeners um attention spans are not that long anymore this makes me think i didn't write this down but it makes me think of what and i've asked a few of artists and this question especially independent artists um when you like when did like rather whether he did it as a mark you know a lot of people were saying that he did it for marketing purposes for his own single or just mm -hmm. the whole general conversation but then again he is starting a r&b label he has one or i don't i can't remember supposedly 
Yeah. So when Diddy said that R and B is dead, initially, like how like as an artist, as an as an independent artist, like nigga, there's artists all throughout Twitter, you know, all on social there, there are R and B artists out there. So how did you mm. when when you saw that tweet, like you know um <laughs> try to be like as politically as correct as possible. Hey, but Speak your mind. Right. I think that um, people have been sensationalizing the death of R&B for like years now where you hear things like, oh, where where the singer singing on the hook um, or ad-libbing anymore? Like, why don't R&B artists do this anymore? I'm just like, y'all aren't listening. And like, like it's, it's okay, but I want you to, like, people need to understand that they're misinformed. And it's very easy to get engagements and stuff like that. So I, I don't really even really even fault Diddy for doing it because, I mean, if you look at the data and the trends, all you have to do is talk shit about R&B to get noticed, uh, whether it's true or not. And then, again, you, you push the narrative that and people start to believe it. So, yeah. you know, and all I, I... What were you going to say? No, I was saying, and there was also a, like a, you know, whether he wanted, you know, whatever reaction he was getting fishing out of that, for. like fishing for yes there was a moment where i was like going through the tweet or the thread and there was like you know people like hey there's this person there's that person there's this music and that's how i mean that's how i just i rediscovered ballot because i mm-hmm. remember him from like last year seeing orange on the timeline or earlier this year and so then i you know seeing him and getting his record you know his flowers that he's been getting and then like I think I remember like I tagged all of you guys, like all, you know, I'm like mm-hmm. R&B artists out there that you are missing that makes good, some good ass music. So like, whether see, you that happens, you- that happens so much. Like people, again, like they'll ask like, oh, who can, who can sing? Who can really, really sing? And then a bunch of people tag themselves or get tagged and then nothing happens from it. It's like, oh, okay. I need an artist for this thing or like, we're looking for this. You tag a bunch of people and then nothing happens. So in my opinion, the state of R&P, wherever people think it is, it's on the people in power. Like, you know, whatever is out there. And I also feel like um, I'm not a fan of um, trashing certain aspects of R&B too, because not every artist has to be, you know, a Jasmine Sullivan or they don't have to be, you know, Jennifer Hudson on the mic. Like we can have our Janae Icos, we can have our Summer Walkers, we can have our Scissors, as well as we can have again, like, you know, the Beyonces and things mm-hmm. like that. Like we we're all in this together. Yeah. The, the, I feel like the sooner we realize we're a family, the better. Like and, yeah. and, and then really like pushing that forward, like, hey, like we're we are all good. Like I remember when the, one of my favorite songs from Brandy and Janae Aiko is their collab. Like it's yeah. so beautiful. It's just like yeah. it puts me in a trance. Like you hear Brandy doing her runs and things, and you hear like Janae's tone is just like so calming. And just like it just puts me in a serene place. We Come need on. more moments like that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> Let me speed it up because I can. We can talk all night, all day. Can. <laughs> um, so okay, so regret is this? This is the lead. Is this uh, you just giving us a taste, or is this a, the lead for an upcoming project? No pressure. Would 
2022, 2023-ish. So, come back for season five when the yeah. album drops. Like, Listen, I'll always come back. <laughs> we could actually plan that. Um, but I will likely drop my next project next year. I'm using these last two months to finish things. I have so many, pro- so many songs that are just like very... Um, Huh, how do I say like like they're so they're basically done either maybe I need to maybe record record some things or it just needs some some proper mixing and tuning and stuff like that but all right y'all like, Lendrick will be back when you project this out season five will be in full effect I go on my little hiatus and at the end of December for the first of the month and then I'll come back period. So, and I, once I finish the project, I'll send it your way too, of course. So we can we can dive in. Lucy, we get the yes, because I'm quick with like I'm an audio messenger and I'll like text. So I'm like between mm-hmm. definitely audio message. Like Drake, what did you do? Like anyway. <laughs> so yeah, my plan is to have it, and it's really at least what the album is looking like now. Like again, just like I said, like there's so many facets of you know R and D and title um, Actually, yeah, I do have a title. I'll text it to you. Okay. Is that an exclusive? I don't want to, okay. like, the title is firm, but, you know, publicly, I definitely kind of want to have. Do you, because, do you finish the project to name a title, or do you, like, because I've been working, Because I've been, like, working on these songs for so long, it kind of just manifested itself. Gotcha. Um, because some of these songs are as old as, like, 2020 i want to say okay okay so um and i think the other day i was sitting down i was it was me creative nick uh morpheus and um uh wasn't in jahari and we were going over like then you know i you know i gave the name of the project and i was like oh like these two songs like i don't know like they don't fit they're like those are those are r&b songs too like they can go on it and so I'm like, all right, basically what finishing the songs are next on my checklist and then like threading the songs together and it kind of like ties into the name. The hint that I will give is like uh, Weatherman on the radio. Like that's 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 the hint that I'll give when it comes to the title. Okay. The theme around. Okay. Now I'm curious because my brain span, I can't think that much right now. <laughs> so you'll have to, I'll get the exclusive, exclusive off camera. Okay, real quick, Lindrix, before, like, I ha- I just want to play this quick game with okay. you real quick, and then I'm going to wrap it up with my question I ask all my guests. So I have three questions. Now we're going to play this or that real quick. Um, I'm going to name an artist, and then I'm going to say an album. Yeah, I'm looking at my notes. Like I said, very sloppy handwriting. <laughs> album, and then the last one is three questions, three this or that. Um, okay. Two albums and then two songs of an artist. Okay. Um, okay, so first off, Beyonce, self-titled or Renaissance? Oh, my heart. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> I guess right now, because we don't have visuals for Renaissance, I would pick self-titled. Self-titled is like such an important part of my life it literally like brought me out of my depression whenever i was in north dakota um visually and sonically it's still such an inspiration for me um 
yeah, and I, I want to say b- before my renaissance, Alyssa and Cardi, we did play through self-titled before. So it's like interesting those albums got paired. But I, ooh, right now I would say self-titled, right, okay. right now. Okay. Like, okay. Oh, I, that, that was a, <laughs> that's a tough one. Like Renaissance is really like that lady put Beyonce put something in that album. When it hit the fifty day mark, I was like, You mean I've been listening to the same album for fifty days? You wanna know what album broke me of uh that trance was Ari Lennox A ASL location right. like I, ASL. I was like, What the heck? like anyways. Okay, so next artist and album, <clears throat> Brandy's "Never Say Never" or "Full Moon." Mm, I would have to go with "Full Moon" because I think sonically I pull from that one the most. Mm-hmm. And again, like I think that's it's hard to define when certain people qualified her as the vocal vi- vocal bible. And I want to mm-hmm. say for me, that was it. Um, so yeah, although like it's interesting, I think um, some of the songs on this new project are more um, aphrodisiac um, inspired as well. Okay. So, but yeah, I will have to go with Full Moon. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So this is the singles one. This is the last question of this or that. Okay. Lindrix, Faded, or oh. infinite. Did I say that right? I say it right. Right? And talk infinite. today. Ooh. So I, what made me finalize that decision was today when I before we started the interview, I listened to both back to back and I was like, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yo. I don't know if it's like the lyrics or like just you hearing your unum run. Like, I just don't know. But I was like, let me put these two together. <laughs> I wow, because I love faded. I remember um, back in 2016, I had to like fight with you know, of course, people who support me. That they, they I don't know why they didn't rank faded as really? highly as the other one. But there's some there now. There are faded stands, but I remember specifically having to like fight for faded's respect. Oh my um, god! But Both faded was. Faded was the first song that I was like, all right, like this is that I, I was a Janae Aiko's baby on that record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and then I feel like I pull from more of a like a Tyrese um, bag with Infinite. Um, yeah. Tyrese, of course, like with the layering, lots of Brandy and Beyonce. It's like a bit of a mix. Um, I go hard for infinite, but today I'm gonna have to go with faded. Okay, I have to go with faded. Faded stands we won. Yeah, period. That's why it was hard for me. That's why I picked both. I'm like, well, I'll let Lambert pick, but (laughs) definitely the moment like it was faded for me. Okay, so my last, Lindrix, first of all, thank you for taking the opportunity to talk about your your passion, your your music, your career, inspiration, your influence, all of that um, with me on this platform. That makes me, I, I, it just excites me for what I do and, you know, having these conversations because I always want to know, I'm like, what is on the artist's mind? What is on their mind when they're doing this or that? Just a general conversation. So thank you for taking the time out of your busy day for coming on Ryan Out Loud. I appreciate that. Appreciate this. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. You are 
a part of you are a rent aloud family. So Very you know, all you gotta do is text me like, hey, I got this coming up. Let me know, you know, let's let's look at the schedule, let's compare. Period, so, period. Even if it was yeah. just like let's go on IG Live and just chop it up. I've never be been I've never done that. Yeah, I think that would be dope. Just kind of maybe like having like a mini mini Ryan out loud. Let's um, you wanna do we should do that when so that yeah, we'll talk off record about yeah. <laughs> off, off record. But my last question to you, Lindrix, and just hearing from which you your your career, your personal life, just the little bits that I know, what advice would you give to your younger self? Um I would say that to my younger self, like you you have everything you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Um be more confident in what you have. You're you are beautiful, you are strong, um, stay the course and like nothing lasts always. I think a lot of what I would get stuck in is feeling like I would be like trapped in whatever moment or whatever like instance that I was in. Like I was I wasn't in those groups for the longest time. I wasn't yeah. in the military forever. I wasn't in North Dakota where like, you know, I feel like North Dakota and Turkey where I feel like my depression peaked there. Like I, I made it through those moments. So and just realizing like that everything that I that I'm feeling, that I'm going through, like those are all valid feelings and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And it's okay to express those things. Like don't yeah, just yeah. sit with it. Um, I sit with a lot until, you know, it reaches a fever pitch and then now everybody mad because I'm being a Taurus. <laughs> because the pool the bull comes out yes. very quickly. Um and so again just being in a space of just like being hopeful and like bring bring proud of what I bring. Um because yeah it really it really took me all of this time to um really love and really like start to pour into myself. So yeah like self-love uh self-reflection and really just like all the love that i spread to other people it can go right back into me as well yeah so. i love that thank you lindrix thank you for this time tell the listeners where they can find you on social media um well i think the best place if you go to lendryx.com it'll have all of my socials on there um twitter is interesting if you type in lendryx you should be able to find me but the the L is an I on Twitter. On all my other social platforms, it's just an L with a letter. I'm going to tag everything in the description so they can find you easily. And also, y'all, make sure you stream, buy, support this new song, Regret, because you you won't regret it. It's amazing. It's For sure. Amazing. Performances and visuals coming soon after. Okay. We get yeah. a visual. What? That's another yeah. story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Y'all heard it here, y'all. Thank you for listening to this amazing episode of Ryan Out Loud. Um, remember, Black Lives Matter, Black Queer Lives Matter, Black Trans Lives Matter. That will never change. Stay beautiful, protect your energy, and have a beautiful day, night, whatever time you listen to this. <laughs>